Welcome to the Old Dirty Time Capsule. It's your boy, Daniel. At least I hope I'm your boy. Today I'm here with my boy. I know he's my boy. My boy, J-Ron. You know what I'm saying? Me and Dude go way back. Um, today we're going to talk a little bit about just some of the things we're working on in our lives, the stresses, as well as some of our history with, with writing, with rap music, and like where we kind of, where we're going with our, our literary careers, you know what I'm saying? And to speak in one manner of, of a sorts, right? Yeah. Um, before I cut J-Ron off, he was asking me a question. Nah, I completely forgot now, but I go by J-Ron. Name is Cello Rui, I'm an artist as well going back to what you said about the the our journeys and stuff i feel like a lot of it starts and ends with you know the squad like a lot for at least me it started with you guys mm-hmm. you know what i mean I, I definitely owe it to you and paris the most okay why what's the story there well paris is the one who introduced me to you okay you know what I mean? If it wasn't for Paris, actually, I wouldn't know a lot of people. How'd you meet Paris, bro? I think we were on the same bus together in high school. And then we, uh, funny enough, we didn't go to school together. We skipped class together. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. And I remember the day you met me. You, you and Paris came to the Poetry Slam at my high school. Cause yeah. we went to, I went to private school. You went to public school. Or I skip public school. You skip public school. Um, (laughs) And what you call it, yeah. And I just remember that day. I remember thinking, yeah, this guy's kind of weird. You know what I mean? Um, Nah, but you was just like... I was definitely different. I didn't know who I was. Like, I had just moved... What was that? What, 2014? Yeah, I mean, nah, bro. Nah. 2015? No, bro. Like, this was like 2016, 17, bro. Bro, we didn't meet 2016. We met at least 2015. At, at most, 2015. We may have, okay, because we, we actually met twice. You know what I'm saying? We had two introductions. Because there was that day I met you with Francis. And... And then the skate park day. And then there was the skate park day. The skate park day. That's when we started chilling, actually. Activities cannot be disclosed. No, we were just playing ball. Yeah, we were just playing ball. That's what we were doing. Of course. Doing. Um, and skating in the skate park, as you would do. <laughs> um, yeah. but no yeah you know what I'm saying so nah man I, I, you're always bringing up the fact that, that I was pivotal in your music career um, I always feel weird when you say that because that feels like such a dramatic statement um, but what's but it, the but it's true it's kind of like a catalyst or proxy you know what I mean like by proxy right is that the right term I think Nah, nah, I think Catalyst. Because I I know, man, I do remember, and now I'm giving myself some credit here, okay? But it was because, yeah, bro, I remember locking in in the the fucking, the the bedroom studio that I built out of wood and materials. You made that little fucking project. Mm -hmm. I remember just being hella frustrated one day because I didn't have nowhere to record or feel comfortable. So I just built that little little rig in in my room. I made my mom take me to Home Depot and like we stuck a piece of wood in the back of that little ass Toyota. A lot of demos, a lot of my old stuff was recorded in that little studio, bro. Yeah, A yeah. lot of my old stuff. How do you feel about your old stuff? I, you know, Adriel always says he misses the old cello. You know, I was young in a sense. I was, I didn't know who, who cello was as an artist at the time. I was just kind of emulating my favorite artist. Yeah, yeah. In a sense. 
But granted, it was drastically different than what you're doing now. Yeah, because at the same time, I'm still doing what I'm doing. I'm still doing what I do. I'm emulating my favorite, favorite artists. It's just my favorite artists have changed. Okay. You know what I mean? My music is kind of like... The music I make is very heavily inspired by the music I listen to. Is it the same music that I listen to? Nah, I could be inspired by Linkin Park and make a fucking... I love Linkin Park. You know, like a dancehall track. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I do know what you mean. So that I... So back then, I was really listening to a lot of Earl. A lot of Earl, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Tyler. So, but I guess this is the... You influenced my rap as well. Yeah. The way you were rapping. Because I had somebody to kind of like... Compete with. Fox with, yeah, in a sense. No, that was a good way to put it. I remember we were so competitive. I remember talking about like, oh, yo, this guy just got better than you or like this guy caught up to you or whatever, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I ain't gonna be not saying names and shit, but you know what I mean? And it was, it was, sometimes I look back and I'm like, damn, are we toxic? And maybe, yeah, certainly. Maybe the way you saw it, but when I saw someone get better than me, I would, like, and they were worried, like at one point they were behind me, so to sp- so to speak. Like it kind of pushed me. No, game was game. Game was game, game was always game. Game was always game. Game was game. But it was like, yo, I guess my mentality at the time was like, you either running with the wolves or you're not. Like you know what I mean? And you have to like, game is game, but it's you're playing with the wolves. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And definitely <laughs> cutthroat. And in that respect, I think I was definitely very dramatic. I think that was part of why, like, I, I started hating it. Music. Yeah, because I think I was too competitive. Um, I can see that. You know what I'm saying? I can see that. And I think that's part of like my personality. I take things personally. <laughs> and not on some like, I hold grudges type shit, but it's on some like, um, this was this was the toxic, my toxic relationship to my rap career, okay? My very short-lived SoundCloud career, right? I wouldn't say it was short-lived, man. It was a good era. It was a good era, bro, but it was a short era. You know what I'm saying? Six years, bro, six years in the grand scheme of our whole lives. You know what I'm saying? That feels like a little blip in the bucket. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, what I'm trying to say is, I think on one hand, I was pursuing validation and I wanted attention. You know what I mean? Um, I remember going to... I think it was the second Mori Soñando event and RLX, you know RLX? Dreads, right? Nah, 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 hell no. Short hair, he kind of looked like me, but he Colombian, not Dominican. Oh. <laughs> it don't matter, yo. He lived by me? He lived by me, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, X, X. Yeah, yeah. X, right? yeah. It was his dad, put me on game, put me aside. Cause I think I was off like, I think they had me on like Ritalin and shit at the time, and I was like on prescription medication oh, for whatever the fuck. I do remember. What you remember that phase? Yeah, 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 that was a terrible phase. I do remember that. But and he he was like, yeah, son, you're looking for you're looking for your meaning in life, and I just remember that was the advice he gave me. He was like, that's why you feel so anxious, and that's why you like <laughs> going through all these throws. Um, Damn. And then Does like, he know you? Nah, bro. You just saw that from, like, you know, like, yeah. face value, like, what it was as yep. you Exactly, bro. That's he, a crazy read to get on. He, he, he was right, bro. He was right, you know what I'm saying? But it was because, you know what I mean? I think, man, 
You know what I mean? Man was also looking at me with, with concern and care at the time as well. You know what I mean? He wanted me to feel better. He could tell I was like, right, this kid look going, like, going through some shit. Let me, let me hear him out. Because also, it wasn't even off the read. I spoke to him before. Uh, I told him about some things I was feeling, what I was oh, going through. heard you, heard you. It wasn't like he looked at me, spot. It was like, hey, son, nah, nah, nah. It wasn't none of that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just struck up a conversation with him type shit. And he put me on some game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Pointed out, to, pointed out some things about what I was going through that I really couldn't see that I was going through at the time. And truth is, I see him every now and then, but I don't even think he remembers me like that. Because at the time, too, shaving face, Yeah, you look head. much different, Jan. Nah, nah, yeah, You look yeah. much different now. Compared to, to how I looked when I was 16, whatever, yeah, bro, we look very different. I mean, you look the same, Yeah. but I look very different. You've had a beard since you were, like, 11. I'm kind of, like, grown. I've grown into my look, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm finally at that age where I look what I... You look, you look your age, finally, yeah. you know what I mean? I finally caught up. No, yeah, yeah. We had the, yeah, we had opposite problems. <laughs> Um, that's facts but it goes to say where it's like yeah bro um, and I think after I put out Man on Fire I feel like that was like my last hurrah and my last attempt and it wasn't what I wanted to be and I was so disappointed and I felt so empty going back going back to what you said earlier about like a lot of it was like looking for validation or attention would you say that was like the main like point you know what I mean but I have to clarify what we mean by validation here because it's not like I wasn't looking for approval. No, you just wanted your art to be respected, right? Type shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Right. And that is a form want, of validation. You wanted to be seen like, yo, this is this is nice. You know what I'm saying? I wanted people to exactly. You wanted people yeah. to acknowledge it, to validate it, of course, of to course. be like, nah, this is really it, bro. You can, you can, you can do this. You can make it. But at a certain point, I was like, yo, you know what? Maybe I can't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, Man, I, I think that goes through everybody's mind. No, but I think it's it's an honest thought that you really anyone take. everybody needs to consider for sure. Um, because at the time too, my immediate answer was no. But then I I gave a I gave as big a shot as I could. And with then man I, on fire. With man on fire, and I was like, nah. Your efforts weren't. Weren't you saw that your efforts weren't you know mm -hmm. but appreciated? Or, yeah, and I, get, I get what you mean. And it's crazy because yo, and it, it was not for nothing. I can never say it was not for nothing because that whole era actually prepared me, um, like skill wise and ability wise to do a lot of more entrepreneurial adventures in my 20s than I realized, you know what I'm saying? Cause even going back to, you remember when we, the video we were talking about when we first got here yeah. about um, where I was selling the, the, the CDs, CDs. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, brother, we didn't realize it then, but I made a flip, you know what I'm saying? I had a bag off of that. For sure. And that I did not appreciate, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I was caught up in the attention instead of the money. You know what I'm saying? There's two things in life you can concern yourself with, money and and prestige. You know what I'm saying? Um, financial power or, you know, like social power. You know what I'm saying? Influ influence, influential power. Yeah. There's, there's the money you can, you know, buy things to get shit done or you can convince people to get things done for you. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes money does the other one and they go hand in hand, but you know what I'm really saying. One of the same, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? A balance of both. Yeah, it depends, right? You know, so anyways, um, 
your favorite authors wants to collaborate on something, you know what I mean? You're going to name a price if he comes to you? Probably. Really? You're not going to do it off the strength and then do something off the back end? So this is maybe, maybe. It depends. You got to do a cost-benefit analysis or whatever, right? Yeah. But this is also why, and I guess it's somewhat of a good subject, why I'm self-publishing and not trying to go with a, with a, with a, with a publishing company. You know what I'm saying? Part of it has to do with, I guess, maybe three things. One being Nipsey Hussle. The role, he's a role model, you know what I'm saying? I feel like he laid out something of a roadmap. Yeah, definitely. Um, and he did it in rap music. Um, but that translates. It translates, right? Like you know what, what we were saying earlier, that shit translates. You're that's selling I, something. You're selling something, right? And that's why, you know, it's something I want to do with, with, with books, right? I don't want to stop with just, um, you know, selling this book, man. I want to start a whole publishing company, right? And just like, print and publish fire books like you know what i'm saying and then maybe even fucking be a publishing company and a movie production company because it'd be ill to also turn those books into movies because honestly bro my whole shtick like as a creative i just love storytelling you know what i'm saying whichever way you can convey the story Mm -hmm, exactly exactly right and i like doing you know business things or entrepreneurship things because it lets me like try to problem solve and you know um i got my financial motivations in my early 20s man you know what i'm saying and i want to try to build a business right and build something that um could just be independent of other of other uh forms of like um authority you know what i'm saying um some type of freedom because like my, my i love doing so i love my salary job i work a wonderful salary job i'm blessed with the job i have you know what i mean um and i think it also gives me a lot of room to exercise and practice things that, that help me grow in my own enterprise however i don't own it but you know what like i want to own something like this um, because on the other hand, too, you know, it goes back to my theory of like community and economic development, man. Like we went through so much bullshit as teenagers, all because we lived in a poor hood. Think so? bro. I don't like you. For me, it's so hard. Okay, like, yeah, wait. You started in Andover, right? Yeah, bro. I started in Andover for the. Well, I started in Lawrence, and then, you know. No, My but childhood was in Andover. Had, adolescence was in, in, in Lawrence. Having lived in a suburb, I understand both sides as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, how long did it get you? Did it take you to get used to like being on camera? You know, like getting your shit right. I think I'm still getting used to it, bro. Um, it's both like a conscious and unconscious effort. Facts. Oh, you feel weird right now? No. Nah. Be honest. No, I don't feel like, bro, I'm, like, I'd be around, cam- like, being, making music, obviously, I'd, I'd be around cameras and stuff. It's just always, like, a thing, like, I get stuck in the conversation, I forget. You know what I mean? And then I, there'll be, like, little breaks, and I'll be like, oh, shit. We're recording <laughs> right now, you know what I mean? So okay. It's not that I'm uncomfortable, you know what I mean? Okay, okay. Are you used to talking on camera? Talking on camera is different. I've never really talked on camera. No, but that you're more or less a quiet dude. 
a quiet guy. Yeah, yeah. Because in my mind, and I don't mean like I, 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 I disrespect you for it. Like it's. A, I would, I would agree with that. I'm it's a quiet. quality that I don't often like even see about you. Because you, with me, you fucking talk your ass off. Yeah, you're my guy. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Nah, I definitely would agree with you that I'm definitely more quiet. But I just, you know, I'm, I'm the type of person if I don't got anything to say, why say it? If I don't know anything about what we're talking about, why? Unless I'm asking a question, trying to get to know something about it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, why would I input put my input on it if I have no idea what what I'm talking about instead of just learning mm-hmm. what what these guys are saying, you know what I mean? Okay. Or just observing, you know? Uh, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Like you can learn more observing than talking, you know, in a sense. In a sense. No, no. You I'm- can ask questions and stuff. I agree, I agree, I agree. In most cases, in most cases. But all right, let's get back to, to like, just music and stuff. Yeah, man. Um, I started rapping because I wanted, like, I think, again, I was looking for that meaning and I was looking for that usefulness. Mm. And I, I think that's also part of it. I felt like rap was, like, my best contribution to society. At that time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And something about that was very validating. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Why, I guess, and this is my question to you, so you could finally say something, brother. Why did you want to rap? Like, what were your, like, I guess, underlying motivations when you look back on it? That's so hard, man. You know what it was? When I... Right when I moved from Andover to Fresh... To, to Lawrence, or freshman year... I was still chilling with my guy, with, with friends from Andover at the time. And we were we were really into pro era, you know, Joey Badass, Capital Steez. It sounds corny. It is. It sounds corny because, like, being I the type remember of, I was there. Being the type of artist that I am now, you know what I mean? Like, coming from that, that's really what inspired me. That, that I, I knew I wanted to be a rapper when I heard those guys back at that time. Mm-hmm. Meeting you in Paris, just like, all right, I, I know people who make music. This is the perfect way to get into it. You know what I mean? That's what really started it. I, like, before we even met, I wanted to make music. I knew I wanted to make a rapper, be like, be an artist in some type of way. And that was the, that was the key. It was pro era. It's crazy because I don't even listen to them anymore. I'm be honest with you, bro. I never liked their music. Like, looking back, I tried looking back at my old music and I'm like, damn, this is what I used to listen to. This is what I used to listen to. Yeah. Not that it's bad, it's just I'm like, you know what I mean? People say there's substance, but really there's not no substance. No, no, no. This is my... Yeah, no, I agree. I no, feel like pe- people conflate... Um, Boom bat with substance? Yeah, yeah. Right? I think in a certain respect, right? Because I feel like, yeah, sometimes they weren't really talking about much. They just had, like, rhymes. Yeah, bro. You know what I mean? And that's cool. I'm not saying it's not cool, but, like... I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um... Like some some really great things I feel like came out of the pro era era. No, for sure. You know sure. what I'm saying? Because Capital Steez actually gave us some very beautiful music. You know what I'm saying? Joey he has substance. Joe, yeah, he has substance. Joey, Joey gave us some beautiful some music. Too. Yeah, yeah. Joey but, is fine. but overall, that whole movement. You know what I mean? I didn't. I I was like this ain't panning out. You know what I'm saying? And no, no disrespect, because those dudes have done. They've made they've made careers for themselves. Yeah, and they have they fan bases. Lanes. You know what, you know what I'm saying? It made the whole respective names. But yeah, you know, at the time too, part of my this, part of my distaste too was also I'm like, yo, y'all really y'all fuck with this this much? 
like this much, like, cause y'all love that shit. And I'm not talking about you specifically, but nah, people, you, like, people, people are age. rocked with it. Yeah, people are age specifically at that time too. No, like I rocked with it, but I it wasn't like ah, like you know what I mean. I think. I think I, I liked Earl when I when I liked Earl. I liked Earl more than I liked Pro Era when I when I did started liking Earl. You know what I mean? Like it was just what sparked the flame, essentially. How okay, man? You know something I like sudden realization. Yeah, man. Our adolescence was fueled so much by seeking to fit in. Cause I feel like even I, I shut my mouth when Pro Era came on. I did not talk about how I didn't like this. Cause motherfuckers would look at you crazy, right? So it's like part of, I think, not even just like getting into rap, but just a lot of what we were doing, at least what I was doing. Conforming in a sense. Trying to conform or trying to not conform. So and that, that you look itself was, is conforming. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause you're still, it's still, you're still playing the game. 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 Um, you just want to act like you're not. <laughs> you just want to act like you're not, right? No, that's exactly right. I that's definitely great. feel you. I definitely feel you. And, and I say that the same way. I feel like the reason why I ain't fuck with Pro Era is because I fuck with Earl. Because this is, this is the thing about it, right? Is that I feel like I got no facade from Earl. And more than that, Earl made me really really confront my own demons as a teenager and as a young adult for sure you know what i mean um and to this day i love earl and sometimes it's not always because of the music and how great it is because sometimes i'll be hearing it at first and i'm like this is weird shit Mm -hmm. but just what he represents bro he's just like it's ain't him It's that also, but it's like, all right, fine. You know what? I may not like this one right now, but I want to see what you do next. Because for me, it's also the commitment to the overall journey and experience to see where he just goes with it. You know what I mean? Because here's the thing, fine. He may not have wowed me in the latest release, but bro, he got me on the last, the last three. And they were weird at first too. Like some rap songs are strange. Some rap songs are definitely strange, but, but it grows. No, bro, that whole album grows on you. Nah, say I gotta it. listen to it again. But say it, bro. You know? Listen to it again. But that album grows on you. It's really weird, but it grows on you. Um, because it's also about just like, cause the other thing too. Look at whatever you're doing when you're listening to it. Cause he he's doing it. It's gonna sound crazy, but Earl's doing a Drake thing. Sometimes, where you ever notice Drake makes music for the perfect setting? Oh yeah, for sure. I would listen to Earl's like some rap songs. I would probably listen to that one like I'm working, trying to focus on something. Personally, for me, it's like good, like because his instrumentals are just so like you know like soothing. You know what I mean? For like meditative, you know, like when I'm just trying to be calm, I'm cleaning or something. I'll throw some Earl on. Okay, when I'm at the gym, you know a song I play. Um, you play Earl at the gym. Bend, yo, bro, um, <laughs> bro. Uh, um, the bends, the bends, bro. Bend, we don't break. We at the bank. Like take and don't take. You gotta, you gotta listen to some rap songs, bro. Yeah, gotta, I haven't heard that track in a minute, bro. But I'm thinking about like, yo, when I'm in the car, bro. Red water. You know what I'm saying? Cause something about just the Anuwan King, just like their little so something about it feels like the like the knocking in the engine. 
you know, you know what's a great Earl song, bro? That just like that actually just played randomly in my shit. What? That that actually reminds me of you, bro. I think it just, is it mirrors? No, 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 it encapsulates you, bro. Wind in my sails. Wind in my sails, bro. It came on the other day, and I was like, sheesh. That's one of my theme songs right there. Sheesh, bro. That that's a car. Like I mean, that's not a car. That's a song I listen to. Like on a like a four a.m. car ride, really? like contemplative, like trying to just be thankful for life. You know what I mean? For me, that's the song I listen to. Like after a long day of work, I'm chilling, relaxing, so to speak. In this in this in this term, taking a nightcap, so to say. Okay. Drinking some wine. That that's what I really listen to. Winning myself. When you you know when you decompress and you just let your whole body go. That's what winning myself feels like. They landed in Plymouth. You know what I mean? Just thinking about the smile on the face. Uh, I feel like old, sunshine on your face. I feel like an old man reminiscing when I listen to that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it has it has that nostalgia. And I think that's something too. Hmm. So that was also, I think, a critical part of my youth was I had nostalgia. Like, I really loved old things, and I still kind of do, you know what I mean? But as I get older, I start to, like, be a little more futuristic, you know what I'm saying? But um, overall, too, and I think that's why I really loved Earl, yeah. And that's, I think, that's why we also love Pro Era. But also, I think, man, we were trying to be hipsters, bro. Like, hipster culture was rampant. You know what I'm saying? Definitely try to be different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Try to be different, throwback. Instead of just being ourselves. Yeah, bro. I'm really like sweatsuit and New Balance all day, 24-7. I'm bad. This is, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Try to be too artsy-fartsy, bro. Back back then, I was definitely like, you know, trying to like, I'm a rapper, especially when I was like, you know how Adriel said rapping the way I was rapping back then? I definitely wanted to be give that like pro era, like hippie like vibe back in the day. But it was hard, bro, because Loki that was you. Yeah. But like not even on some like yeah. uh, like hard pro era shit, but the hippie shit, bro, that was That's you. just me, yeah. <laughs> bro, no, because I, I'll be real. Some of the um the like the more like psychedelic style music you made especially because that's the that's i think what he's referring to bro because even when you were on your little grungy shit it was like a psychedelic beat you know what i'm saying and like you was messing with the tones and from like start to finish bro it was like an auditory experience you know what i'm saying stepped into then the my mental you know what i'm saying bro i still think that's one of my crazy i think my pen was working crazy on that that track personally <sighs> i'm feeling nostalgic yeah, you know what I mean? That, I don't even know how long ago that was. Nick once said, I'm going to quote him on this. Nick uh, Nick once said that J-Ron um, breaks up with girls so he can make heartbreak music. <laughs> but why is that accurate, bro? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I've only ever had two girlfriends. No, it's not like you're out here, like, you're out here being a dog and shit. I mean, yeah. it's you know, just... I get what he means though. It's, it's I go craziest when I have a heartbreak. You know what I mean? Like that's when yeah. I make my most, my most. That's why I make most of my music, honestly. 
And I think that's, that's how my music evolved. Why is that? Because mm. I feel like in music, for me, it, it became a lot about what you're saying. Not necessarily the barometer back then. It was like the bars. You know what I mean? I got to gotta be bars, punchline. You know the barsiest bars. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, And then five-syllable rhyme count and stuff like that. Like, You know what I mean? I was, I was definitely more technical, but then I was like, what, what am I actually saying? You know what I mean? There was only that, that. Rapping like that, for me, I could only do it for so long because I wanted to say something. And all those and all those tracks where I am going lyrical, I think I I am portraying a message in a in a sense. I know I know I know what you mean. It, yeah, like it wasn't just a rap. You know what I mean? Those those tracks where I did that were. I would say some of your 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 younger shit was also very niche. It was very good, but it was very niche. No, for sure, very very niche. Yeah. And I was just like, you know what? I saw that people wasn't really fucking with it, but I knew. That's cap. But whatever. No, I knew. I knew the like. So the validation that I got from my old stuff, it was. It was like more like. It wasn't the validation you wanted. It was. I. It was like all the artists around me saw what's up. All the artists that that was around making music at the time thought I was hard, but nobody that actually like listens to music in the city actually rocked with my shit. It was more like artists that rocked with me. You wanted your average human being. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean average in the sense where, like, I think artists are, very, are average people. Of course. But, uh, I mean, we often think ourselves special. Um, the But, like, people with the, a more broad, like, popular taste. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I want to... I want to fucking be fucking driving and then hear my shit being played randomly. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. You know what I mean? It's cool that that I, that everybody fuck with my shit. And, and at the end of the day, I didn't even take it like, yo, what am I doing? I, I even appreciated everything. You know what I mean? I was like, damn, like, people really still rock with this mm-hmm. in a sense. You know what I mean? It's just like crazy. But it's so hard for me to do tracks like that. Even now. Back then it was hard for me. But even more now because I'm just not in that mind space. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the way my music evolved, it was like, going back to what I said, I need to say something. You know? And I feel like the way I could connect to people was the most through when I was talking about my relationship problems. You know what I mean? That's... And for me, like, I figured out I didn't want to be a storyteller type of artist. Like Eminem, he tells a story. Oh, like, one night uh, I woke up, uh, I feed Haley's, you know what I mean? Like, one line. Like, you know, that type of story, you know, like a linear story, there's an ending and a beginning. I'm fighting intrusive thoughts. Continue. I didn't want to tell a story like that. I didn't want to be that type of storyteller. So I was like, how can I convey my message without, without like, you know, this is what happened. Boom, 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 point blank. Like, you know what I mean? And that's when I stumbled upon, you know, Focus on the feeling instead of writing a story or telling the audience a story. Try to make the audience feel what you feel. Don't let them... That's how I saw it. That's how I started approaching music. I want you to feel what I feel. I don't necessarily want you to know what I went through. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, if you hear a story, you know, you connect with the feeling that that person felt through that story, but like you might not necessarily connect with the story. Because the story might be too specific for something, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, we all share uh, feelings. 
You know what I mean? We all, I agree. Yeah, we yeah, all yeah, share yeah. the same feelings, but how we got to those feelings are different. That's very insightful. Yeah, good observation. No, no, no. That's good. That's deep. That's deep. You know what I mean? So that's yeah, how... Yeah, I like that. I like that. I feel like the way that I could really make my audience feel me was when, you know, when I'm talking about my relationships. It was just how my writing worked. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm fighting the urge to give you critical feedback right now. Do what you got to do. No, no, no. I know, it, I know it narrow. I know it in a way, it, it kind of tunnel visions me. No, 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 no. How do I put it? Because I feel like there is um, there's an easy way to misconstrue what you say. And to a certain extent, I think... In my music or how I speak it? If right now, no, right, no, 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 right I, now, right I'm now. not the most eloquent no, no, speaker. No, no, it's not even that though. But I feel like it's not even a matter of, of you being an eloquent speaker. It's because you you do the thing that I'm about to criticize. All right, go, go. In go. the sense where, all right, you're you're right actually. I, you're you're actually you make a very keen observation. You should focus on the feelings. However, sometimes J. Ron, I feel like you don't focus on the language. But the thing is that the language. You use language is objectively what it is. You can use language to tell a story or you can use language to share feelings. And one critique I've had of your music is that sometimes I feel like, oh man, I feel like he could have just chose one one better word there. I feel you know it. what I'm saying? Or right, because it that does go into articulating the feeling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a certain type of word. No, I feel you. you could, this is something that you've definitely told me that I've been trying to. Because it's different if I work on. if I say I'm sad, J. Ron. That's different than if I say I'm depressed. Like and things that even the words hit different. I'm sad. I'm depressed. Yeah. Like, and it's not, yeah, maybe it is because I'm saying it like that, but I'm depressed. I'm depressed. <laughs> it's hard to say I'm depressed happy. <clears throat> like, yeah, I'm depressed, man. You know, <laughs> there you go, there you go. Right. <laughs> I, just, I just don't, I don't feel right, right? But no, however, and I, people get on my ass about this a lot, but it's only because I'm on their ass about this a lot. Of course. It's because I feel like they don't choose the right words. Nah, I could definitely, I, you know, for me, I used to be keen on words back in the day when I was, I used to go out of my way to use different words and type like that. But I felt like the message got uh, missed. You know what I mean? I feel like it just, I was doing too much with the words and people weren't even getting what I was saying. Nah, I get you, I get you. You know what I mean? So I literally took, like, I, I started using the most basic words so I could, I feel like that's key. However, I feel like there are far certain instances where you gotta spice it up. Not even though is that I feel like there's a there's so many more basic words you haven't used yet. Like, do you get what I'm saying? No, for sure. Because I, I think cause I, using I, basic words is the correct strategy. For sure, I have a formula. But the, I need I need a I think you need to expand your vocabulary. In my opinion, that's fine. No disrespect. No disrespect. I know I said, you know, disrespect, you know, I don't respect you earlier. <laughs> that was, no, no, no. Uh, but in all right now, you know, no disrespect. Not what we Because this is the thing, I actually firmly agree with you. I think a mistake people, and this is what I mean too, like when people are going to misunderstand what we're saying right now. No, I get what you mean. Not in our music. vocabulary so I could... So I could tell, so I could convey my feeling even better. Yeah, yeah. So you I get what you're trying to say. So you have even more simple words to choose from. No, no, for sure. Because on this note too, man, I feel like a lot of people make this mistake, bro. This is why a lot of people can't get shit, certain shit done. Um, it's because they're they're thinking too intellectually, and it's like they're trying to be smart instead of trying to to get the job done. If that makes sense. And I feel like that's what you, bro. You you're such a like that's a great 
problem solver like mentality right there because it's like you realized you did exactly what I did. You realized, hey, this isn't really working. So let me actually pivot real quick. Let me adjust the strategy. You know what I'm saying? Makes sense, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that's why I quit rap because I'm like, yo, you know what? I like to write. I don't really like to rap. Oh, wait. Let me write a book, bro. Come on. Easy math. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's the same two words. That I feel like that's exactly what you did. But yeah, bro. I feel like, again, bro, too many people be trying to outsmart other people instead of just solve problems. Yeah. Because Occam's razor, man, if it's simple, it's probably right. That's facts. That's facts. Less is more. Less is more. I'm a, I'm a keen <laughs> believer of less is more, bro. I, I live by that saying. Okay. But no, okay, but just to reiterate, too, is actually really like the point you made, though. So the reason why you make a lot of, like, or you have made a lot, you, you've gone through your heartbreak era, I feel like, in the last six years. You know what I'm saying? Because um, I feel like, yeah, then we'll, 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 you'll be 20, 24 soon. So actually, I feel like the last eight years or so, right? Maybe not six, 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 six. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you know, six years is not a long time, right? Um, but I, I like to, to reiterate is I think, and I think this is really cool what you said, but that it's about trying to convey the feeling rather than tell the story. Because sometimes also the story can be too personal. Exactly, how's anybody supposed to relate? You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, they're gonna relate to the feeling that that story made you feel, that 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 story put you through. So how do you, how do you, so would you not say that there's a balance? Of course, there's a balance. You you know what I mean? It it gotta be broad, you can't get too specific if you're telling the story, you know what I mean? Uh Uh-huh, no, I get you, I get you. But there's, I guess there's something like, Cause I feel like relatability is only one factor in a song. What we also talk about, and this is what I, I will say, your music became more catchy. You know what I'm saying? And that's not to be like critical and be like, that's bad. I love Drake. And it's because his shit is catchy. And there's something to be said about the entertainment value and the entertainment factor of catchy songs. And first of all, that's very hard to do. You know what I mean? Um, making a catchy song. And that's why Drake, I think he's goaded, right? He doesn't have, um, like, the greatest artistic, like, greatest high-end artistic resume. Yeah. Like, um, the way maybe a Kendrick Lamar has. But he, he, bro, he just, he's a hit maker, bro. He's a home run hitter, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, like, I, I fuck with Kendrick. I respect what, I listen to Kendrick, but, like, the thing with, the, the thing, the difference between Kendrick, Cole, and Drake, I feel like, is that, for me, personally, there's two types of music. There's a type of music that gets you away from your reality, and then there's the type of music that- It brings you into your reality. Exactly. I feel that's actually a good way to look at it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kendrick makes a lot of music that brings you into the reality of what's happening. J. Cole, in a sense, kind of brings you like that. But Drake is here for a good time. He he gets you out of that reality. He's like, you don't want to think about your problems? All right, fuck it. I feel like that that's where I'm here for a long I'm here for a good time, not a long time, you know. I nah, that is the embodiment of Drake. Um Damn. There's always been the critique of Drake though. Um and and the culture that Drake kind of participates in via his music. For sure. Is the It's based in reality, in a sense. I mean, I think I was gonna say I was gonna talk about the sustainability of it. 
Like, even even think about that um, that interview Drake did with Lil Yachty. And, like, all the shit that he's confessing to. Some of the more unfavorable aspects of Drake's life that he perceives as unfavorable are obviously a product of his circumstance. You know what I'm saying? And the lifestyle and the the the... <laughs> the entertainment he makes is um, parallel to the way he lives his life. You know what I'm saying? I heard some shit about the the, the Bobby, that, sh- that one blonde girl. Bobby Millie Brown? Is that her name? The white the white lady? Was she Stranger Things? No, bro. No, no, no. Uh-huh. The, the, the one white lady who they had the podcast and they, they had to take it down. Oh, whatever. Bobby Altov, the fucking awkward shorty. Yeah, bro. So apparently Drake pulled the whole like stunt to get that shit taken down. I heard, I heard about it. The whole type of shit. Yeah, right. And I'm like, yo, but this man's whole... Is this man's whole life a media stunt? You know what I'm saying? And if so, how does he feel about that? Because I really want to know. I bet it is, bro. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything is strategic with that man, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything, bro. But what does it mean and what is it like? How do you think it feels to live your life like that? Like, if you just could imagine. Paranoia. Paranoia. Paranoia, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, at least for me. I imagine a sense of, of what what time is for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you're like a psychopath and you like that stuff, it's kind of manipulative. And I imagine you, you might someone might get off on it. Oh, for sure, you know. But power corrupts, and uh, you know Drake's at the top of the game. You think? Do you think Drake's still at the top of the game? Like, hold on, like top. Yes, bro. Okay, but what's elaborate? Bro, like, it, bro, nigga, he's been relevant since 09. What do you mean? Who's been relevant since 09? Okay, but Jay-Z... Music-wise. Music hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Jay-Z's been relevant business-wise. Okay, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Is relevance the same as tip-top? Is relevance the same as pinnacle? Okay. Is relevance the same as dominance? All right. So if you're one number one hit away from Michael Jackson's record, <laughs> what, what would what would you call that? Is that not dominance? If you're one number one hit away from Michael Jackson, how long? Time, here's my question, and this is but this is the question, right? In less because, time, in less time. But hold on, hold on. How long ago was that hit made? What? How long ago was that hit made? The last hit for him? For Drake? Or yeah. For... The, the, that, that, that hit that's number two. No, it's not that. He needs... So, I think Michael Jackson has like 15 number one singles. Drake has 14. He, he, he needs one more to tie. He needs one more number one. Like a song that goes number one to tie Michael Jackson. Okay, okay. At the most number one track. When did he get the last number one? Um... I think it was probably a couple. I think it was probably just Kiki. Kiki. How long ago was that, bro? No, definitely five years ago. That was five years ago. So it's been five years since he's had his last number one. But this is the, this is why I'm asking the question. I love Drake. Hold on. Of course. But this is why I'm asking the question: Is relevance the same as Tip Top? Uh, what? Because if you told me he dropped the biggest hit of the year last year, Drake's on top. 
Sorry, bro. Pat Jaleel's calling me. Oh, is that your ride, by the way? No. Ah, okay. No, no, no. No, no, is Jaleel your ride? Is the one, okay. You driving right now? No. Uh, someone did drop me off, though. Okay, okay. But what, what do you mean? <laughs> what is TikTok in a sense? So what do you consider TikTok? Hmm, that is a good, that's another good question. That's another good question. Because I feel like, I feel like if I give you my answer is, it's going to be construed because of, we might have different versions of TikTok. Because I think TikTok and relevance is one of the same. Because I don't think just because Jay Z is the the bet like the goat in terms of like mogul like being being a rapper and translating after. A well, rapper. no, no. So, but this is why I said I mentioned Jay Z because here's the thing: he's managed to be relevant, however not dominant. He Jay Z has never actually at any point in time dominant been dominant. No, he's never he's, ne- he's never had the top the best album of in course. the year, whatever. Right? He's always been relevant though. But he's always been relevant, and of that's course. why that's why I I can't necessarily associate. Dominance or relevance, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't necessarily. Drake is both. I'd say. Okay. Drake is both. He's dominant and relevant. Think about it. Who else is gonna catch up to Michael Jackson if you're not dominant or relevant? It's a recipe for success. You know what I mean? Who who else to do it? Probably Bad Bunny. That's probably the only other person I see doing it. And that's, you know, right now, Bad Bunny is very early. Bad Bunny is a baby in his artistry career, you know? He just popped off a couple years ago. I'm going to sound crazy. I don't think Bad Bunny has the same, nowhere near the same career as Drake. You're wild. Nah, bro, I'm dead ass. You look at where Bad Bunny is in his career. Nah, I am wild. I am wild. And you look at where Drake was in his career where Bad Bunny was. (laughs) Drake was not global. Bad Bunny is global, bro. I know, no, no. I guess, I guess that critique is more of talking about sustainability. I want to see how long Bad Bunny can keep it up. That's a different story. Like that's a different. And story. I guess this is this is also I think um, I guess a question for you for us like how much the sustainability like factor into your like um, your reign. Uh, your no, your but your assessment of a, like a good a good musician, right? Part of the reason why. Um, I think the conscious stuff is successful is because it's always relevant, actually. And the thing is that although it may not always be dominant, it always has a presence. You know what I'm saying? Um, Part of what makes Kendrick Lamar so sustainable, um, part of what what makes Kendrick Lamar such a great artist is that he is such a sustainable artist. And over the span of, from 2012, you can go even earlier than that with, with um, Section 8, mm-hmm. right? But really, since 2012, when he really broke out. With Good Kid. With Good Kid, Mad City. And today, 2023. Um, he's dropped like maybe four albums? He's dry, I don't think he dropped like five. Something like that. But um, he dropped five albums. They were all good. That's the other thing. They were all, even if they weren't great, do you know how hard it is to make a to make five good albums? No, it's facts. It's facts. That's difficult. Do you know what I'm saying? Jay Z didn't do that. Do you know what I'm saying? He's got blemishes on his resume right for now. Sure, for sure. Drake yeah. hasn't even done that. Drake has hella blemishes on his resume. You know what I mean? Drake probably has maybe 
He had, he had a, a good amount of good records, like good records, not great, good yeah. records. I think I think Drake got a lot of good records. And that's the but that's the drawback you take, right? And that's the give and take with artists like Drake and Kendrick. Right. With Kendrick, you get one thing: you won't get good albums. You get great. I was just about to say. With Kendrick, I mean, with Drake, you won't get hits. You gonna get moments. You gonna get moments. Moments. You gonna get moments. Great moments. Because every Drake, when Drake dropped, it's a moment in fucking. Everything when it's when it's musically, culturally, you know what I mean. Drake is kind of like mm, I know what you mean. An enigma in a sense, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean, and I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, but that's also why, like, yo, in my mind, Drake and Kendrick Lamar are equally amazing. Of course, but for different reasons. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? So, how much does sustainability, right, factor into like your assessment of an artist? Mm. Hmm. It plays. It plays a big role, to be honest, because I might not say. Like, I might not resonate with all of Kendrick's stuff, but I can respect why it resonates for so long. I can see why it resonates mm-hmm. for so long, you know what I mean? Okay, okay. But at the end of the day, it sounds like your your personal attraction and pleasure with the music is more important. Yeah, for okay. me. That's, what, that's, what, that's the thing. Everybody goes to music for different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I personally go for for music. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. That, that's what catches my ear. It's not necessarily what you're saying at first. It's how I'm feeling. What the, like, you know what I mean? Because I could, I could be, bro, there's animes, there's certain animes that pull up and then the opening, man, I don't know what the fuck they're saying, but I feel them. You know what I mean? I, I feel them. I know exactly what you mean, brother. You don't got to tell me twice. So it's it's definitely about the feeling for me, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know how many minutes has been running over there? Can you see? Um, 50... F- mm, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I think you might have 12 minutes left. Is that what that is? Yes, I do only have 12 minutes left. Okay, that's yeah. perfect. That's hey, crazy. We'll talk for a minute. We did talk for a minute, bro. So I never didn't really talk about <laughs> No, nah, I mean, we did, though. You know what I mean? Like, this was like a, just a podcast. Bro. It was just, it, honestly, it wasn't even, it was just us talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had, we got, we had some good moments, bro. We had some yeah. moments in here. Um, so, I think my last question, I mean, this is like, we'll just end it here, bro. Yeah, it'll probably last the next 12. Maybe. But what do you want to do? What are your, what are your music goals, bro? Oh, man, that's tough. Like, no, but like, we just dream a little bit, bro. Like, close your eyes. You know what? Let's do a little exercise, bro. Let's do a little exercise, okay? Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Yeah. Let me take off my glasses. Yeah. Close, take off my glasses. All right. When you close your eyes, right, and I say the words, um, successful music career, what do you see? Bro, I see me at the, like, I see... Is it bad that I see me and Drake? Like I see, I see the. You know how everybody's like, oh, this is the new. This person replacing this. Or, I see me replacing Drake. That's what I see. That's that might be a lot. You know what I mean? But that's what I see. Especially with everybody comparing me, like, like I, I, a lot of people have told me. Even now, when I try to like shy away from, obviously, because Drake is my favorite artist. Obviously, I emulate him. But even when I try to shy away from him, and I don't even hear myself like. 
sounded like Drake. Everyone was like, you kind of sound like Drake. And I'm like, what in the fuck? You know what I mean? But that's what I, that's what I see. When I close my eyes and I see successful music career, my success, I see me, like, I see Drake handing me the torch. <laughs> <laughs> but shit. Okay, okay. Um, alright, bro. You got any 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 last? You want to ask me a question, and then we head out. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. What do you see when you close your eyes? Alright, let's do the exercise again. And you, you be 100% honest with me, because I was 100% as crazy as I sounded, you know, as outlandish as I sounded. You got to be. I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I see right now. I see a bookstore here in Lawrence, Massachusetts. I see it. I see it looks like something like the interior to um, that one bookstore that I went to a bunch of times in Oxford that I can't remember the name of now. Chief. Um, Blackwells, something like that. Shout out Blackwells. That might not be the name, but I see the interior of that of that bookstore, and I want to open something like that here in Lawrence, and I want to like have like a little podcast studio in there. You know what I'm saying? I want to sell books out the front. I want to have like a little photo studio, do a little a video video production space up in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean that's that. If I can accomplish that, that I, and make that like a sustainable, a sustainable space, um, that feels like a success for me, brother. You know what I mean? That's why. Because honestly, yo, one thing that I believe now is that why why leave the hood? We can honestly build it right here. We have the power. We have the tools. We honestly have all the people around us. We need to make it happen. We just need to come up with the plans necessary to instruct our path forward. Um, but that's a conversation for a different day. My brother, J-Ron, I appreciate you coming in, bro. Thank you for having me, man. Um, pleasure. Yo, I love you, bro. I love you too, man. I want you to know that, bro. Love you too, bro. I want you to know that. Good looks for watching the old Dirty Time Caption. I go by Cello Space Rui. You follow me on Instagram. I'm going to drop all his information in the description below um, and in the, the notes for the podcast feed. You know I mean? You already know the deal, man. Just keep it up. Sub, follow, share, whatever. Day of Sex Machina.